start getting. Hello, can I... can anyone hear me? Um, I legit danced to that Skype call sound. Oh my god, I'm glad you like it. I fucking hate it. Duh, duh, duh. Oh my duh, god, it's duh. like 75 decibels louder than anything else, and I'm like, wow, my ears are bleeding. Let me pick this fucking call up right now. <laughs> Look, you're recording the call. Ariana, you, yes, have, one beach. Jo- you have two jobs in the podcast. Join me okay. for the calls and record okay. the calls. Okay. Thank God, because I got those two down, like, real good, like. You're the best. <laughs> the best. I literally show up, record the calls, and that's all I can offer you. Hey, so I've been meaning to ask you these past few episodes do you still have time to read? Oh, yeah, kind of. Well, I was wondering if we every like maybe once a month because I don't know how much you're reading. If we should like talk about a book that we're reading that month. Okay, hell fucking yeah! Because I have a whole list of books I want to talk about. Oh my god. Okay. Well, should we do it every episode or every two episodes? Every two, I think, would be good. Okay. Because I could go back and talk about a few books I've read. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm starting, like, from the beginning of my Dr. Seuss collection. Like, we're going to bring it way back. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, Okay, I'm excited. I've been meaning to ask you that, and I just keep forgetting because that's... Okay, well, now I have, like, a reason to read, so now I'm excited. Because usually (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, sleep is my priority. But now I'm like, oh, got to read for the podcast and press the record button, so... Oh, big news in my life. Oh my God, and by tell my me. life, I mean my nanny's life, like my nanny life. Jack started crawling today for real. <gasps> oh my God, how stressed are you? I'm so stressed because listen, <laughs> up until this point, <laughs> my life has been real easy. Yes, when they're stationary, it's like, who fucking cares? But now it's like, they're across the room in two seconds. I still do things. I mean, I, I clean up around the house or whatever, but I can put them in a spot and, like, maybe he'll move a foot. But today, he was gone. <laughs> yeah, girl. I just took a drink of wine for you because, whew. Uh, I mean, it was fun. It's so adorable to see him crawl and, like, explore the house. And he, like, he'll crawl to different rooms. And he sits up and he just, like, jabbers at me like he's telling me everything that he's seen. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I know. I've already seen it. I'm an adult and I remember what I see. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. So. Anyway, that was what happened in my life. What about you? Um, well, today I saw my brother, and um, I don't remember what happened, but I said something like, oh, I'm in the ghetto, ratatata, and then him and his girlfriend started to laugh, and then nobody got it, and I was like, see, Gordon, this is why I watch TikTok, because I'm hashtag relatable, and I can connect with the youth, and then... That was my shining moment of the whole week is that TikTok came through because I connected with my brother. Oh, and let me shout out his TikTok because he wanted me to. And I was like, I'm yeah. hip. I'm cool. Did you um, tell him that you know someone that's famous on Piper? How many? Jeez. You okay, know. Well, um, I followed him, but he didn't follow me back. So, wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, bubbles. I don't post videos, but still bubbles. Um, his name is Matthew, period. 
5272. You are you and him are like the same person, I feel like. I don't <laughs> know him, but just his his username you're the same. So that's him. I um yeah, he also gave us a review before Gordon did. He didn't write anything, but he just like threw five stars up there. So there's that. I haven't got any updates from Apple Podcasts, so maybe it just takes a while. Wow. I mean, they're probably checking Gordon's grammar or something to make sure it can be posted. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Gordon, for all the shade, but, you know, it took you fucking two weeks. So. People are going to be like, does Ariana even love her husband? Yeah. <laughs> Is Gordon <laughs> trapped? Blink once for help, Gordon. Okay. Oh, here. I've got Gordon's review. Should I read it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Refresh five stars, of course. Refreshing and delightful. First time listening to a conspiracy podcast. My attention was held the whole time through T H T H R U. Each story and discussion. Looking forward to future podcasts. If that is not the most Aquarius shit I've ever heard in my whole entire life. It sounds like he's never physically touched you. In his entire marriage, your entire marriage. Oh my god! I said you could literally write that this is the most trash thing you've ever heard. Just as long as you put five stars, I literally don't give a fuck what you write. And what does he come up with? This. Okay. All right. Can we get into this because this is my most favorite fucking topic ever. Um, Like, ever, ever. When's the first, like, when did you hear about it? How did you hear about it? First of all, what is it? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, how cryptic would this whole thing have been? We just didn't even say what it was. (laughs) We should have done that. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been great. So what we're talking about today, my favorite thing in the whole entire world is black-eyed children or black-eyed kids, not the black-eyed peas. Black-eyed peas are my least favorite thing in the whole entire world. Oh, my God. They're a little trash. They're more trash than me. Um, but we're talking about black-eyed children. So black-eyed children, also known as black-eyed kids or BEK. Um, so they are basically like mysterious beings that are children between the ages of like 6 to 16. So it's like the youth or like kids that can talk. Um, youths. The youths. <laughs> Um, they like appear to like adults in parking lots or they'll come knock on your door or they'll just be like outside in like an area. And I've heard, I've read like conflicting things like, oh, they only come out at night. They only come out at night. Daryl Hall and John Oates reference. Don't (laughs) copyright that. Um, but I also read a lot of like stories where it's during the daytime. So subject to differ, I guess on that, but the kids will always ask for favors of the adults. Like, Hey, can I come inside to make a phone call? Or can you take me home? I forgot something or, Hey, I need something to eat or use the bathroom. And so the people who have interacted with these kids, they have this overwhelming feeling of like unexplainable fear and dread and just like uncomfortable. Even when the kids are like near, like even if they see them from a distance, it's like they have this feeling of like just misery. And so basically, yeah, same, (laughs) all the youth. Um, So like no one really knows like where they came from. So like the, I think it could be, like, UFOs, like, extraterrestrial, like, vampires, because the whole, like, having to be invited in, which we'll get to later. Um, And, of course, you know, demons. And then one interesting one that I saw was children that had been done murdered. 
And I was like, hmm, interesting. children that had been done or that done murders? Had been done murdered. They got got. They got got. They got blah, blah, yeah. So. <laughs> I'm in the ghetto. <laughs> and a hand basket. Um, so this goes back to like the 80s. Um, but I guess like r- stories really started circling around like 96 kind of thing. So 90s babies would know. Um, but like the first like written report was like from Brian Bethel in Texas. He was um, and that, murder, I think, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And so he was like the first encounter like written. He reported his own report. Um, so like now people like still claim to see the black eyed children. I think that's why this is my favorite is because it's really kind of like word of mouth, like a true, um, I don't know, like just like kind of like a word of mouth story. It's not really like confirmed or not. So like you can really let your imagination run wild. And it's like, you can question these stories. Like, is this true? Is this really not true? Like some people obviously swear like up and down that would happen happened. And you know, but yeah. they basically, like, people even, like, report seeing the black-eyed children standing in their room during the night, like, sleep paralysis. But I'm like, nah, that's just your sleep paralysis demon. That's not your child. So mm, it's no, fine. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. I was like, that's just your demon. That's <gasps> – you're fine. <laughs> um. So I – when I was looking into this – I mean, I've heard about it before. I think I first heard about it on Kindle Ray. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why I first heard about it. And I mean – I was like, oh, that's weird. But, I mean, there's no fucking way. There's children with black eyes that just, like, come up to your door in the middle of the night. And it says, okay, so they describe them as extremely pale with, like, dirty blonde hair that covers their eyes. And then they're they're most of the time in, like, older clothing, like Victorian clothing, right? Yeah, it's like they look like – okay – they look like emo emo scene kids, basically, but also <laughs> steampunk. Steampunk emo steam kids. Yes. <laughs> like, you can't see their eyes. They look a little bit dirty, super pale white, and they also are steampunk. So I was um, on this website called hellhorror.com. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. And... <clears throat> I, it said video evidence, and I love me a good video evidence. Oh, shit. Okay? Because, I mean, like you like you just said, you like to hear it because you can use your imagination. But I want to see, like, wild-ass videos of things happening, like black-eyed children or Bigfoot or aliens or whatever. Oh, hell yeah. So there were five videos. And one of them was from this man, and he has a YouTube channel, who has become, like, obsessed with black-eyed children, and that's basically what his YouTube channel's about. It's called Fantastic Daily. And so he supposedly found this frequency that only, like, children or, like, black-eyed children can hear. And so he set it up on his laptop next to to an open window, and he did it for, I think – six nights and he recorded it and you don't see anything okay and then the last night he's playing it and his porch said like light sensor comes on and there's just this fucking child standing there knobbage 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 like fast forwards it the child stands there for an hour just staring (sighs) at his door 
Okay. No, bitch. And I mean, okay, so to be like to play devil's advocate with myself. <laughs> yeah, to make myself know, calm down. <laughs> how do we know that's not like his wife? You know, or like a child. I mean, first of all, I'm gonna tell you how. I'm gonna tell you how because if I was his wife, I would say, "Hell the fuck no! I'm not gonna stand outside for an hour for your dumbass video, bitch." Oh my god. <laughs> And then he he has another video where he's like in the wood because he lives in the middle of nowhere. Which first of all, you're setting yourself up to get murdered by oh, doing yeah. that. <laughs> first of all, your realtor fucked you. Next, <laughs> and he's out driving on this dirt road to get to his house, and he feels like he's he sees something off the side of the road, so he gets out like a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh my god, he has to be white. He's so white. Oh my god. <laughs> um. And he's, like, moving his phone around a lot, and you can't really see anything because you can only see where the headlights are. Boomer, okay. Yeah, then he gets back home, and he, like, slows down the footage. And in the bushes over on the right side, you see that exact same child, like, (sighs) in the bushes. And it's, like, she you just see her face, and her eyes are black, and it is wild. I'll have to, like, um, send you the link or whatever for you to look at it. And then other ones, other videos on this website were not only his, but there were a few other ones that were really pretty wild. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say they were all black-eyed children, but they were they were wild. Anyway, you got some stories for me, girl? Girl, I got some stories for you. I just made Gordon come into the game room and close the window and the blinds because I'm already scared. <laughs> <laughs> Does the game room face your Thanks, Gordon, in backyard? Yeah. <laughs> It does. The window is open because in Florida right now it's like 50, so it's, you know, freezing. Um, <laughs> and I was like, let's have the windows open. And I just texted him. I'm like, I'm scared. Can you come close the window? <laughs> Thanks, bitch. Is he still there? <laughs> he left already. Oh, okay. He brought me a blanket. He's like, were you cold? I was like, no, I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> We're talking about black-eyed children. He probably rolled his eyes and walked out. <laughs> Literally earlier today... I was like, yeah, so tonight, uh, Caroline and I are going to talk about black-eyed children. He's like, what's that about? And I was like, oh, I was like, I told you about it before. He's like, well, tell me again. I'm really interested. I said, so it's about, he goes, gay. And I said, oh my God, I fucking hate you (laughs) so much. And he's like, no, 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 really tell me about it. Tell me about it. I said, no, you can hear about it on the podcast. (laughs) Anyways. Um. So really quick before getting into it, like, so my research uh, came from Creepypasta, which if you guys haven't heard about that and you just want to fuck your sleep up before, you know, go on there and just read uh, some stories. I was just reading about the Squidward suicide one before we I called you. And oh my God, that's so sad. That one was creepy. Um and then the Russian te- sleep test. So basically black eyed kids is uh, Creepypasta and a creepy pasta has to have um, certain things in it to like go viral or to like um, basically be creepy enough. Um, So basically it has to be like first person narrative um, has to include murder, a cliffhanger ending monsters or supernatural beings, unexplained phenomenon, creepy images or creepy video. So if you mix up some of those, um, ingredients, I guess you could have a perfect, like scary ass story. And so the black eyed 
children are basically a first person narrative 90% of the time cliffhanger ending because you'll see why um, a supernatural being would be the third one. And then sometimes like um, unexplained phenomena, like for the fourth one. So if you have like a couple of those all together, it's like your perfect scary story. So Basically, the first story that got this all started is the the encounter at the movie theater. So this is the reporter Brian Bethel, the journalist in Texas. So, oh, you're reading his? Yeah. Okay, good because I was going to read his, but you go ahead, girl. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So basically, I'm kind of like paraphrasing his a little bit because these are long as fuck. Um, so. Basically, um, he emailed his colleagues this story about an incident that occurred. It was in 1996 when he was on his way to pay for an internet bill at his local provider's office. Because, you know, back in the day, they couldn't pay over the computer. You had to mail your letters. Um, But he pulled over uh, near a movie theater, and he was using the marquee's light to write a check. So it was after work when he was doing this. So it was obviously dark out. Um, he heard a knock on his window of his car door and it like scared the shit out of him. And it was a pair of pear knuckles, pale, 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 not pear. <laughs> they were definitely not pears. It was a pair of pale knuckles tapping on his driver's side window. So he looked up to see two young boys with their hooded sweatshirts covering their faces. And basically he had an immense like rush of fear, just like that dreaded pit in your stomach. And all he could remember was the boy, one of the two, who seemed to be the leader, had curlyish hair and, like, an olive complexion. The other boy was just kind of standing behind him in the background with, like, red hair and freckles. And they looked, like, average height at first glance, you know. Uh, The boys, like, you couldn't see their eyes. And they just had – they were, like, kind of, like, lifeless, just kind of, like, standing there. So, like, the boy knocked and then they just stood. So this guy is obviously freaked out. Poor Bethel. He's just like sitting there and he listened. He didn't open the door and he didn't open the window to his car, but he just listened as the boy who knocked asked if they could have a ride to their mom's house. They wanted to get money to see the movie at the theater. And he assured the boy assured him like, Hey, it's not going to take that long. We're just kids. Mm. And although he heard what the kid was saying, Bethel like he was like just absolutely like covered with terror like he could not even move um so he basically just put the car in reverse and drove off (laughs) and as um, right and like as he's driving like reversing to get out of there the more dominant of the boy was like screaming through him like we can't come in unless you tell us it's okay let us in let us in so as he's like backing up the boy is like freaking the fuck out and so he's like looking behind him like in his rear view mirror to like you know freaked out just like looking behind to see what's going on and then the kids were gone mm. um like kids are not there so basically that was like his, I guess the beginning of this whole thing is like that first interaction and that email that he sent to his coworkers leaked and became kind of like the template for all the stories that were to follow later. And I think that honestly, the creepy part too is the fact that it's children because having a kid of my own now, like if, if two kids were to just show up at my front door and knock on the door and be like, Hey, 
can I use your phone? I'd be like, first of all, bitch, I don't have a house phone. It's 2019. But it's like, it's kids. Like, you know, you kind of see kids as helpless and like needing guidance, like where the fuck are your parents kind of deal. But it's like kids creep me out. So like, ha- like I don't know, but it just, I'm shooketh. Uh, I think the creepy part too is their kids. Like it, it's supposedly they talk like they don't talk like kids and that's creepy too. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to read a story now. Yes. Wait, was that the end of yours? Yeah, basically that was like the the opening to this whole phenomena. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I got this story off of Thought Catalog. Oh. She had thought. Hold on. I'm sorry. Hold. Why do I? I always fuck this up. (laughs) What? It's like, here we go. Okay, this is kind of a long one, but I, it's, it's a really good one. Hell yeah. Okay. So it's called Midnight Caller. Ooh. Ooh. Thoughts. (laughs) We're going to have to get that sound somehow put on a shirt because we say it every podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay. It almost felt like a dream. I woke up to my dog, Lucy, barking. She was upright on the bed where my husband and I were sleeping with our 22-month-old daughter. First of all, put that bitch on the bed. (laughs) Yeah, and the couch is very uncomfortable, but okay. (laughs) Staring at our door like an unknown stranger was out there rummaging around. I thought she was freaking out over a house noise. We'd only had her for three months and she was still a puppy. It could have been anything, our roommate, a creak from the house settling, the awnings moving outside in the breeze. I wasn't too concerned initially. Why are you living with a roommate when you have a 22-month-old? Yeah, we have lots of questions about your personal choices already. (laughs) We do. I decided the best bet would be to open the door to show the dog it was nothing. It sounds a bit silly, but it's what we do with our daughter when she gets scared. And I figured it should work with a puppy, too. I opened the door, and she raced to the front door. Okay, so they were, like, in a bedroom. Okay. I get it. (laughs) I I wasn't following (laughs) that part. I see the layout in my eyes. (laughs) She stood there snarling at the door. It was an angry, violent growl, one I'd never heard her make before. I looked groggily at her and opened the baby gate, blocking the doorway, planning to open the door and show her that everything was okay. The second my hand reached the deadbolt... Lucy went wild. She started barking and jumped towards me. When I touched the metal, she suddenly changed her temper. She whimpered, almost like she was afraid and backing down. As her mannerisms changed, so did mine. I wasn't calm anymore. So like that sense of dread you were talking about. Um, I was talking to you. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> My heart was Honestly, crazy. all I can think of is like if your dog is freaking out, like, bruh. Don't do it. Don't do it. Like, come on. I think people still to this day doubt the like sense that dogs have. The animal instinct. Like how like how they can sense seizures. Okay, I'm pretty sure they can tell if fucking there's a ghost out there. You need to just listen to your stupid dog. I've always been amazed that dogs can sense low blood sugar. Oh my god, I was just about to say that. I saw that like on probably Facebook. First of all, fuck Facebook. But I saw that and I was like, wow, Lucy, good girl. Because that was wild. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I probably saw it on Facebook too. Fuck Facebook, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so 
She said, she wasn't calm anymore. My heart started racing and sinking at the same time. I'd been flooded with a mixture of fear and dread. I looked through the people. I can't explain why I looked, but I did. Outside were two kids on my front porch. Ooh. No. (laughs) One was a smidgen shorter than me and didn't look much younger. I'm 21, and she looked to be maybe 16 or 17. She was slender and pale. Her hair was a light shade of honey blonde, and she wore it long, about mid-back, with long, thin, blunt bangs that covered most of her eyes. She wore jeans, a popular kind right now, and a thin-looking olive-covered pullover hoodie. So she wasn't wearing Victorian-style clothing. Um, yeah, she's just, like, straight emo. Yeah. Fallout Boy Banty, um, some motorcycle boots. Yeah. Olive green hoodie. I want an olive green hoodie. That's my favorite color. Right? That's Emily Green. That's what we call that. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She held the hand of a small girl who looked to be around three or four in the same style of jeans and a button-down ivory cardigan. The smaller one looked at the floor shyly but had the exact same hair just in a ponytail um had it not been for the feeling of overwhelming dread and fear i probably would have asked these children children in and given them some hot chocolate to get them out of the bitter cold something about them seemed off at this point i hadn't made any noise i hadn't shushed the dog or grumbled nothing i hadn't turned on any lights these kids had no indicators i was at the door and the older one spoke Oh, my God. So, like, she was just being creepy on the other side of the door, peeping through the hole, and, like, her dog's freaking out. How? Oh, my God. That just creeps me out. I cannot. I cannot deal. Because people's, I also have a thing about that. Because, like, ours is, like, for some reason, like, dusty as fuck. So, when we look through ours, we're wasting our time. Like, you can't see shit through it. So, like, every time I look through it, I'm like, oh, my God. There's going to be a murderer on the other side and some shit's going to happen, but it's like, oh, just kidding. I can't see through it. I have a thing about peepholes, too. One, I'm not ever tall enough for them. (laughs) First problem, I have to pull up my step stool to see through it. And two, I saw this movie one time where this girl was looking through the peephole and there was an eyeball looking back at her. And that's my biggest fear. Gross. I hate eyes. Eyes are my least favorite. It's eyes, vomit, and then when they suction people after they pull out their breathing tube. Three lace, like no. the, that's the top three. No. It's so specific. I feel like only it is. know that sound. <laughs> <laughs> so can't relate. It's hella nasty. But first thing is eyes. Eyes are so gross. I feel like I saw a movie once, and I'm so sorry for everyone that likes movies. I don't like movies. And I can't ever name the movie what I watched, and I get all the characters wrong. <laughs> like Anne Hathaway, and then that one person from Miss Congeniality are literally the same person, even if they're like I don't even know if that's the same person, but that's the same person. Um, so I was watching this movie, and they put their eye up to like the peephole, and then someone stabbed them through their eye. No, bye. And I was like, well, this is how it's going to end for me. So. So just don't look through peepholes. <laughs> That's the moral of our story. If you guys take anything away from it, it's that. The thing is, don't look through peepholes. Don't answer your door because the only don't people that come to your to door children. are delivery Don't talk to drivers. children. <laughs> yeah, and Amazon doesn't even talk to you. I literally witnessed them throwing my package from the fucking sidewalk to my front door, which is at least 40 feet, and then they just drive off. They don't even get out of the car. They just alley-oop that shit to my door. And if so. you order food, 
code Grubhub will text you when they're pulling up so you know. Otherwise, don't answer your door. <laughs> yeah, just don't talk to children either. It's just don't. Just mind your business, basically. Just mind your business. 2K20, mind your business. Okay, so (laughs) the older one spoke. That's where we left off. She had a voice that was mature, strong, and accentless. Huh. So she had her head tilted downwards. I couldn't see her eyes. She said, we have to use your phone. I stood frozen in fear. How did she know I was there? She raised her head to face me directly, and that was when I saw her eyes. <gasps> there was a oh. reason I couldn't see them through her bangs before. They were black or midnight blue or a dark, dark purple or otherworldly. She said, our mother is worried. <gasps> oh. No, <laughs> bitch. No, bitch. <gasps> As someone who's always been interested in creepy stories, I knew what she was the second she looked at me through the door. Oh, my God. No. That's when you just, like, scream for your husband to wake up and call the cops fast so they can catch these kid children, these demons. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I've never been one to believe in these things as a staunch atheist and skeptic when it comes to the paranormal. I'd written off many a ghost story from friends and family eager to tell their tale. I, I didn't believe it. Still, I couldn't rationalize my way out of this. I was standing with nothing but a thin wooden door between me and a black-eyed kid. There was no questioning what was right in front of me. I did not answer her. Slowly and silently, I backed away from the door. Lucy was still cowering at my ankles. She kept talking. Just let us in to use your phone. I took another step And with that step, her tone changed. At first, she seemed polite. When I took the second step back, she became commanding and almost hostile. We're not going to hurt you. If we wanted to do that, we would have broken in. I'll ask again. May we come in and use your phone? Lucy snarled. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. And I inched backward. (laughs) Though something inside me seemed to be slowly pulling me back toward the door. It wasn't a physical pulling as much as a subconscious need to go back and let them in. Bruh. No. Um, bruh. <laughs> uh, I got to my room, covered up the window, locked the door, and sat there in the dim light of the nightlight. I heard her call me back to the door once more and then quiet. I didn't go back to sleep that night, and I haven't slept right since. I know from reading about them that black-eyed kids can't just come in without permission. I know that's they right. Have- that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So like, don't ever let them in. Don't believe anything they say. <laughs> I mean, if it's like a normal child, you know, help them because they might need you. <laughs> but if they have black eyes, fucking <laughs> <they can> run. <laughs> First, examine their pupils. Do they take up their whole entire fucking eyeball? Yes or no? <laughs> if yes, do not let them in. If no, then it's fine. So she basically just goes on to say, like, she hasn't slept well since. Um, Same. Yeah, her husband keeps saying, like, it was a dream. You need to forget about it. But she's got this lingering feeling of sadness and dread when she's in the house alone. And she has a fear of people knocking on the door. So, same. Yeah, hashtag me too. But that's, like, my antisocialness really kicking in. I mean, when Rich is not home, and even when he is, when someone knocks on our door, I just sit on the couch and look at the door. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, same. And you know how we have those like big ass bay windows oh, in our living yeah. room and they can see me? I'll just sit there and be like, my legs is broken. I can't help you. I'm not going to get up. Like, no. I don't want to answer the door. Like, and Piper, I mean, she sounds really aggressive when people knock on our door. So I just let her bark. I don't try and stop her. I'm like, you, you do your thing, girl. Scare them away. That's your job, Piper. Good girl. I just, oh my God, I feel like my closet door is moving right now. Stop, 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 stop. I'm going to make Gordon just sit in here. <laughs> I think the cat is fucking with it, but I don't know. Okay. Anyway, do you have um, another story? I do. This one's this one's actually like long as fuck, but like I started reading it earlier and I couldn't help it. Um, so this one comes from the Holy Grail, aka Reddit. Um, so Reddit has this whole entire um, like subreddit about Black Eyed Kids, and so basically I organize them from the most liked up to plus. I don't know. I I'm sorry. I'm yeah. really still trying to figure out the youth lingo with reddit i'm new here um I earlier and it was like all videos i just don't understand reddit and i probably should yeah like i feel like reddit's like underrated but also i don't know how to work it so but this one's titled don't pretend to be one mm. <clears throat> so this is coming from someone by okay this is like a throwaway account where it's called don't pretend to and this was posted two years ago, so kind of fucking recent. So it starts off saying, I don't know how to share my experience without sounding a bit histrionic. Wow, here, great reading, Ariana. I swear to God, I can read. I mean, it means like crazy. Okay. Oh, like in real. Yeah, like in real, real layman's terms, it means crazy. Um, it says I'm slightly shaken up by the whole thing and I don't know what to do. My flatmates think it's hilarious and I'm too embarrassed to admit how scared I am. So your life got around me, no pressure. So basically this person is coming onto Reddit to tell their scary story or whatever just happened to them. And so, okay, so they're posting it that night. So it says to understand what happened tonight, I have to give you a brief history of my experience with black eyed children. I first read about them when I was around 15. I was one of those gothic teens, emo, gravitating towards anything horror-based and spent every weekend hanging around outside Blue Banana, a.k.a. Hot Topic, wherever the fuck they're from. One of the afternoons in October, I had, yeah, I had to do research. I was like, the fuck is a Blue Banana? We had a bar when we're 15? No, it's a Hot Topic, (laughs) basically. Um, In October 2011, we discovered Black Eyed Kids Online. Obviously, it was kind of thrilling to us. Creepy pale kids were kind of relatable. (laughs) That's funny. Um, My best friend at the time, a girl named Alicia, and I decided we were going to be black-eyed kids for Halloween. We didn't believe in them for like one second. It seemed obvious that sightings were either made up or just kids screwing around like we were about to do. Still, we wanted our costumes to be convincing, so we picked up some black contact lenses. They didn't cover their whole eye, but they were creepy enough. And we kind of looked the part. We did the whole knocking on doors and asking to come in thing, but it with but with it being Halloween, everyone just took them as that costumes. It felt kind of anticlimactic, so we decided to try again another night. What the fuck, dude? Where are your parents? <laughs> Anyways, like I'm just gonna pretend to be some spooky demon, mom. You don't understand. I mean, when I was going through my emo phase, my <laughs> parents wanted nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, okay, go spook somebody else. Just get out of the house. I don't care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, sounds lame, but we had nothing better to do. 
fresh lenses, baggy hoodies. Good for you for getting fresh lenses. Good for your eye health because you don't want to reuse that shit. Um, and too pale foundation, kind of cliche, but we thought we were rocking the look. We ended up at a McDonald's car park, AKA a McDonald's parking lot, <laughs> uh, living in a semi-suburban corner of Northern London. Okay. That's where we're from. McDonald's car parks, AKA parking lots aren't particularly a pleasant place to spend an evening. One car, one corner was dominated by teenagers and modeled out cars and the other end was particularly empty. We ended up looking kind of awkward sitting on the fence with a bag of chips between us, but we were desperate to get at least one real scare in. Eventually a woman parked, pulled up and parked in our quiet end of the car park. Okay. Fucking parking lot. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like edit that in my brain and then say it out loud. Jesus. I had too much wine for this. Uh, she went inside and we ditched the chips and got up to wait for her. I actually felt kind of guilty when she started to come back outside. She looked really freaked out and it was exactly what we were looking for. I sort of hung back while Alicia asked for the ride then to borrow her phone. Uh, the usual shit black eyed kids say on every story online. Anyway, the woman turned us down and got the fuck out of there really quick. Again, very anticlimactic. We considered waiting for a new target, but it was getting late. So we were both about to head home. On our way through town, we passed by a boy who was sitting at a bus stop. We didn't really look twice at the kid. He looked younger than us, skinny, like a skinny build. He kept his head down, hood pulled up, looking like any other kid, not out of the normal, just not wanting to be bothered. When he, he spoke up when we did walk by, I assumed he was talking on the phone or something. If I remember correctly, he said something like, you did it wrong. I didn't really no, recall. No, I kept no, it. No. Mm, yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. It said, I didn't really recall. I kept on walking, not thinking he was really talking to us. Alicia stopped and turned around, kind of confront confrontationally. So Alicia ready to fucking throw hands. Listen, Alicia sounds crazy, and you need to find a new friend. <laughs> yeah, is that really your friend? I don't think so. You should have to fight like some kids. <laughs> <laughs> I've had friends like that, and it never turned out okay. So, um, so Alicia was about to throw hands. That was just her style. I didn't really feel like getting into a fight with some random kid, so I kind of muttered, come on, under my breath, and kept walking. Besides, something felt wrong suddenly. Here it comes. Like there was a pressure in the air, a sort of staticky feelings, tingling sensation all over, kind of like sketchy energy. It didn't strike me as suspenseful. I just got this instinct that something was shadier, was going down. He said something like, I can show you how we do it, or some shit that sounded just as ominous. And then Alicia screamed. I'll be real. It scared me. She came running past me, taking off around the corner, and I didn't even hesitate following her. It was sheer instinct to run after her. We didn't stop until we got home, and by the wave of adrenaline that had taken over, it made the whole thing seem more exciting than really scary. But Alicia's face said otherwise. She told me the boy had stood up, knocked back his hood, and he had solid black eyes. Honestly, I didn't believe her. I thought she was riding the hype of this excitement thing and just trying to scare me more as kids do, but I went along with it. By the time she retold the story to her friends the next day, it had been embellished to the point that the kid had chased us down the street, fangs out vampire style. Anyways, a few, day late, a few days later, I woke up with both of my eyes burning. It got to the point where I was almost in tears every time I tried to open my eyes. My mom took me to the doctor's. And I was given drops for an infection, figuring it was just those shitty contact lenses. Alicia had it even worse than I did. It started with an infection, but then came migraines. She had never suffered from them before, but it was so intense, she actually missed a month of school. And then, a little bit before Christmas, everything just went away. Anyways, that's my history with the Black Eyed Kids. That brings us to the present day. October 2017. 
Wait, wait. Did he? Did uh-huh. she? He or she say when this was? Did I miss that? Yeah. So this all started October 2011. So right after, right before Christmas, everything just stopped. Like life went like back to normal. But then present day, October 2017, he's saying like the like this is like where it gets relevant to like whatever he's writing about that night, like right now. So he says, October 2017, I haven't seen Alicia in person in almost two years. She works on like a cruise ship. Uh, He still lives in shitty old London. He says that, not me. So don't come for me. I love London. It looks cool. With Halloween around the corner, my friends and I are making some plans. This weekend, I headed to a fancy dress shop to browse for some costumes. This is where things started getting weird. I was checking out a display at the counter of colored contact lenses, and all of a sudden, a rush of terror hit me. I felt sick to my stomach, flush, hot, like I was going to throw up and pass out. It must have shown on my face because the girl behind the counter asked twice if I was even feeling okay. Sounds dumb. They're just lenses. But something about seeing them triggered something in me, and I didn't feel right. Monday morning, I woke up with an itch behind my fucking eye. Here we come. Here we go. Kind of like how it feels when you have an eyelash trapped underneath your eye. I spent five to 10 minutes trying to poke around in my eye and see if there's anything in there, but there was nothing. The feeling spread to both of my eyes throughout the day. And no matter how much I tried to avoid rubbing them, it got worse and worse. Tuesday morning, I found something in my eye. It felt like sugar granules. It was really gritty and kind of thick, but it came away on my fingers, flaky and black. I thought for a moment it was sleep dust or like eye boogers or whatever. Yeah. Like leftover makeup. No, I feel like I know where this is going. (laughs) But I hadn't worn any makeup on my eyes for the last two days, thanks to the irritation that I couldn't explain. Anyways, I made it to work um, that morning with this weird pit in my stomach. Like when you're a kid and you know, your teacher has called home from school because you were in trouble and your parents already know the dread of facing your parents later. It was like this dark cloud leaning over me. The feeling kept growing and growing around 10. I got a nosebleed, not just any nosebleed, but the mother of all nosebleeds. It went on and on <coughs> to the point that, to the point that my shirt was ruined. Mid-afternoon, I had another two nosebleeds. My my boss politely but firmly told me to go home. (laughs) First of all, my job, I don't know. I would have to have a real bad nosebleed for my job to be like, you got to (laughs) go. Work in a hospital. (laughs) They'd be like, you got to go to the ER. But stick some gauze up there first. You you need to come back. It's like that one meme where it's like the car is flipped over in the ditch and they're like, so you're still going to come in, right? That was me working retail. Oh my God, that was totally retail. And a manager. (laughs) Me making $7 an hour at Publix. You still going to come in, right? Uh, no. Uh, bitch, the fuck? I'm part-time. bitch. (laughs) I live in Florida. The trees is all in the road. What? Um... So they get home, take a plane killer, fall asleep, whatever. By 5 p.m., I wake up with the sound of my flatmate getting home, a.k.a. roommate. Um, I feel... For all you uncultured swine. <laughs> yeah. Get cultured. 
I feel like death warmed up, but I thought company had some and some food might help. So I went down to make dinner. The second I walked into the kitchen, she looked disturbed. She told me she didn't want to be rude, but my eyes were freaking her out. I went to the bathroom and immediately understood why. I have bright green eyes, but you literally couldn't tell. They practically swallowed my pupils whole. And by practically swallowed, I mean the darkness. Honestly, dumb as it sounds, I freaked out. With the headache, nosebleeds, and my horrible eyes, I wanted some reassurance. I went to the nearest hospital clinic. Eventually, they were seen. With a lot of questions later, the doctors reassured her that they're basically that she was basically fine. Um, your blood vessels conversed in your eyes, and for a lot of reasons, it can turn red and possibly black. I don't even know if that's true. So this, this is like the one part where I'm like, mm, yeah. I'm basically a brain surgeon, so... No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but whatever. Um, coughing, sneezing, and extreme vomiting can follow, which is normal. Um, so they gave her some antibiotics and sent her home. But also, that's kind of like, did you seek healthcare in America? Because that sounds what that sounds like. Yeah. By the time I made it home, <laughs> it was past 11 p.m. I got to the tube station, aka subway, subway. <laughs> Um, on the opposite side were two teenagers, hoods up, facing the station. Honestly, nothing unusual. We get a lot of suspicious-looking kids hanging around. The youth. And as long as you keep your wits about you, you'll be fine. My flat apartment is two streets over from the station. It's a quick walk. As I walk, I realize the teenagers started following me. I could hear their footsteps behind me, and every time I sped up, they copied. Honestly, I started freaking out again. I had a stressful day and was more concerned with being mugged than running into two black-eyed kids. (laughs) (laughs) The sort of human fear changed the moment I made it to the door of my apartment. I felt this ridiculous sense of urgency as I typed in my key code. I couldn't describe the feeling. It was all consuming terror that overwhelmed me entirely. My legs were shaking and my limbs were heavy. I feel like I couldn't move fast enough. And I was thinking through a thick fog. I typed in the wrong code twice. It's easy. It's an easy code. I've lived here so long that I haven't memorized. But every time I typed it in, I would miss a number or double tap. My mind was blank and the only, and only fear made it worse. Just as the door unlocked, they came around the corner. I'm almost done. This is such a long story. I'm so sorry. Oh, I love um, it. I love it. I love it. They couldn't have been more than a meter away, and I could see them at the corner of my eye, but something inside me told me not to look. I just felt like at, looking at them would be a trap, but I knew they were waiting for acknowledgement, and I couldn't give one. I just kept one hand on the door keeping it open. I didn't think I had it in me to remember the code again, but I stood there waiting for them to speak and eventually one did. Just a quick, excuse me, not a stereotype, but kids in my area don't speak so eloquent. They have a distinct London twang and while I appreciate it, it doesn't, wait, while I appreciate it, it isn't close to posh or well-spoken. Okay, whatever. The kids sounded like royalty or something, and it surprised me enough that I looked up. Oh my god, they got him. Honey, you got got. They weren't looking you got got by their eloquent twang. They weren't looking directly at me. One kept his head down and the other was angled up slightly, though his eyes were still downcast. I fucking knew. I'm telling you, I just fucking knew. If I had to guess, I would say they were anywhere from twelve to fourteen. It's hard to exactly say, but they were small. I couldn't speak. I tried actually really hard to speak, but I physically couldn't do it. I just made this ridiculous sound and he spoke again. Can we come inside? We need to make a phone call. 
Nope. I hadn't gotten the words <laughs> that'll do justice for the terror that set in, but I just knew everything was wrong. I don't remember what I said, but it was some lame excuse about not having a phone. Okay, first of all, I don't have a phone, so that's my <laughs> actual excuse. Yeah, you have a you have a cell phone. Okay, I have prepaid minutes and they're all gone. <laughs> this is this is actually the 90s. Uh, he didn't really acknowledge that. Just replaced the whole, we need to make a phone call. We'll be quick. I kept saying no and found my voice a little bit stronger the more I spoke, but it just seemed to make it worse. They started edging closer step by step, and I found myself slowly edging inside. Then he said something that made me feel colder than I've ever felt in my life. You did it wrong. Remember, let us inside and we can show you how we do it. No. I think I told them to go away. <laughs> I don't remember my exact words, but I remember saying... No, I don't remember my exact words, but I remember tearing myself away and slamming the door. It felt like a spell breaking the moment I got inside, like I'd been underwater and suddenly broke the surface. I didn't wait for the lift. I just ran up the two flights of stairs to my flat apartment. I was hysterical by the time I let myself in. My apartment mates were concerned at first, thinking maybe I had bad news at the hospital, that my eyes were never going to be okay. They made me a cup of tea, sat me down, and waited for me to compose myself, and I explained everything I just wrote here, and they laughed. It sounded ridiculous and I knew it, but I was so freaked out that I couldn't help myself in the slightest. I ended up going up to my room, looked Alicia up on Facebook. She hadn't been active in a few days, but like I said, she works on the cruise ships. My internet sucks out here. I told her what happened and I'm waiting for a reply back. We don't talk much anymore and I'm hoping she has something reassuring to say. I have a headache again and I can't look in my mirror without wanting to cry. My eyes look like fucking monstrous. It's around 4.30am on Wednesday morning as I'm typing this. A black car has been idling on the street outside of my house for an hour and a half and I keep sneaking glances at it in hopes that it'll go away. I'm, I'm supremely paranoid right now. I don't know what to do. I'm still scared. If this has anything to do with the time that we pretended to be black eyed kids, I don't know. I hope it was just some kids fucking with me. I hope they just struck a nerve with me by sheer coincidence i don't know but i feel sick to my stomach and weirdly guilty like when you wake up hungover and you can't figure out what you've done wrong but you know that something did happen and something was wrong my flatmates think that i'm crazy my friends are all asleep and the one person who might understand is out in a ship somewhere in the caribbean and i just want to hear someone tell me that it's going to be okay the end let's unpack this <laughs> <laughs> I just got home from my cruise ship from the Caribbean, and I need to unpack my suitcase. Um, oh, oh my God. So that was 2017. Uh, this was October 2011. And then this actual was, like, okay, so 2011 was when he pretended to be a black-eyed kid. Then yeah, this whole shit happened. Yeah, and then that whole subway eye pupil thing happening was 2017. Oh my god oh my god that's so creepy yeah and i think that the reason why i picked this story is only because like it heeds warning of like hey don't fuck around because i feel like when you speak things into existence or like you talk about stuff it's more likely to happen to you yeah. so like hearing about these scary stories and like even listening to like the one podcast and that's why we drink i feel like it's half murder half ghost stories but those ghost stories fuck me up and it can be like the dumbest shit and i'd be like shitting my pants scared <laughs> and i was like oh my god i'm gonna get got tonight my sleep paralysis demon is fully charged <laughs> you know what's really funny i started like getting into scary stuff and paranormal stuff 
and true crime um, because I used to be so scared of everything, like scared of the dark, um, scared to be alone, scared to like go out at night. God, I sound like a real lame person, but I was basically scared of everything. Like, I don't know. I was so I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just gonna start watching scary stuff because it does interest me. I mean, I'm interested in it, but I would always like not watch it because I didn't want to be scared. But now that I've, you know, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Now that I've watched it so much, I'm not like scared anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like you kind of expose yourself to it to like desensitize almost. There you go, desensitize. Yeah, and I'm just not scared anymore. I mean, obviously, if someone broke into my house with a knife and I woke up to that, I'd probably be scared. But I, I mean, think hell yeah. If I were to see a ghost, I, you know, I'm not gonna be as scared or an alien. I'm gonna be like, "What up, my dude? What up, my dudes? My dudes? Okay." You need to talk about your um, St. Augustine experience. And this is like a, uh, it's legit. I don't know. This is like a little pre, pre-info on something Caroline's going to talk about because she saw some real life shit. <clears throat> yeah, I did. Wait, am I doing it now? No, like in another episode or something. Because okay. I, I want to talk about like my hospital experience. When you can talk about your St. Augustine one, that'd be like a good personal spooky season story wild okay so i don't i do have another black eyed kids story but because this um nope never mind it's been an hour nope never mind trizash i do want to do one more story but it's just going to be short okay i was going to do one and then you were going to do another one but my next thing is like really really short so it's like less than 10 seconds so you can totally do yours i think like an hour and a half is good. Yeah. I mean, I kind of get annoyed when they're short, and I probably wouldn't listen to a two-hour podcast, but an hour and a half is, like, the sweet spot, and so far that's Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, it's, like, perfect. Okay, so this one is kind of short. <clears throat> I was riding the bus back home after work. It was about 1 a.m. I'm a security guard and often work on hours, so I'm sitting there. Barbecue sauce on my titty. <laughs> so anyways, I was sitting there. Barbecue sauce on my titties. <laughs> Something in my titties. <laughs> oh, God, I miss Vine. I know. TikTok's just not the same. <sighs> so I'm sitting there. This guy gets on, sits across from me. He was wearing a suit, had a briefcase, regular-looking guy in his 20s. What struck me about him at first was that he was chewing a cigar not smoking it yeah i've known some i've known someone that has done that and they chew the cigar and like spit it in a cup i don't understand i don't understand that and i don't think i ever will so moving on (laughs) (laughs) that's gross next (laughs) so i was just looking at him while he stared out the window and chewed his cigar and all of a sudden he turned and looked at me his eyes were pitch black like, but he's in his 20s. I, didn't I don't like it. I didn't read this first. So oh, we're <laughs> getting, we're both getting shooketh together. My heart started beating like a mad motherfucker. <laughs> and I felt my, I felt my gorge rising. Gooch? G-O-R-G-E. 
Okay. It's a weird way to spell gooch, but okay. <laughs> Sexual? Anyway, <laughs> I felt my gorge rising. Anyway, I was starting to panic, and I had no idea why. I was just pants-shittingly terrified of this guy. Then he grinned at me, and his teeth were all covered in tobacco bits and brown juice. Ugh. The cigar was cramped between them. I almost screamed, but instead I had the presence of mind to just get up and take the seat right behind the driver. I calmed down a bit after that, but I kept an eye on the guy. He ended up chatting with some girl that got on, and they were still talking when I got off. I can later later convince myself he was trolling me and having fun with a pair of contacts. So, I mean, maybe, but that's, hmm. that's, that's one thing that I... I 100% love the Black Eyed Children stories, and no matter what, I'll read them and still get the chills. But I wonder if, because this was, like, introduced in the 90s, this story was, like, made big, and then again in 2014 on this, like, MSN show, or whatever, if it's people fucking with other people. Like, teenagers going out with contacts and fucking with other people. Because they would know exactly what to say. Yeah, exactly. It's like the whole Slenderman thing. Yeah. But... And I mean, it, like, honest, I mean, I don't know. My last one, and then we can, like, debrief, is yeah. um, it's also on, you know, Reddit, God's Gift to Earth. Um, so the title is Warning. And then it says, there's something very wrong here. It says, I'm writing, it's (laughs) warning. This is fucked up. It says, I'm writing this as a public service message to anyone that has been paying attention to this subreddit. The more and more I read, the more afraid I get of what certain posters have written. Warning, do not let them in. Some posters have said that they have fought the black eyed children. They throw in hands at these kids. They've used, (laughs) men, listen to this shit. They've used swords or guns. First of all, bitch, who is carrying their fucking katana on them at all times? Calm down, Naruto. (laughs) Calm down, Naruto. Put your fucking sword away. Um, (laughs) They use swords or guns. (laughs) Naruto runs away. Um, they've used swords or guns or whatever else they've had and they've won, or at least they've chased the black eyed kids away. These claims go against everything we know about the black eyed children. The one very important thing that we know is that you should never let them in. Once you do, that's it. Whatever it means. Warning. Some posters have let them in. These things seem to cause paranormal discomfort, like something is fundamentally wrong with the universe just beyond the threshold of the doorway. They put people on edge just by showing up, and anything more than that evokes something in our lizard brains that says no. (laughs) Yet some posters claim to have fought them with bravado, or at least the very least, beat them and chased them out. They were beaten with physical force once they had been let in. Warning, no one has ever survived letting them in. Do not let them in. And then... The rest of this subreddit is people jacking this guy off, agreeing with him. Like, yeah, don't let them in. Don't let them in. You can't let them in. You're not going to survive. And that, like, was kind of creepy to me because it's one thing to, like, it's one thing to post these stories and say it's, like, a creepypasta where you're just fucking around and you're just making stuff up. Yeah. And it really is just, like, your, you know, your hobby. 
But then it's another thing for this guy to come on here and be like, y'all had done fucked up AA Ron. Don't let these kids in. And then everybody in the comments is like, I agree. This is extremely skeptical. I can't believe people are doing this. And there's so many people in the subreddit like agreeing with this guy saying that it's not safe. You can't do this, which makes me really like, okay, this, there has to be some sort of underlying truth to this in some way because i'm sorry as a grown-ass 27 year old woman for everyone who still thinks i'm 32 i'm not i mean i'm pretty sure i could probably take a six-year-old kid i mean i'm not that tall it had to be a short six-year-old kid but i'm pretty sure i could take one out but also who's trying to fight these creepy demons? Like I don't have enough gusto in me to be like, I'm going to shit my pants and pass out from fear. But also you're going to see these hands, Casper. Like, I don't fucking think so. No, I, I'm sorry, but if a kid shows up on my porch, I'm not going to help them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry to anyone who really loves kids. Cause I mean, I love kids too, but Damn, not like not in the middle of the night, being creepy as fuck. Not first of all, I'm sleeping. So (laughs) first of all, what? First of all, I'm sleeping. I'm not getting up. (laughs) And if I fear, if I feel like an overwhelming sense of dread, I'm not. No, I'm not letting you in. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I just think that to me, like, this is my ultimate creepypasta. It's first person narrative. It is children, which was not like on the list of ingredients for pasta, but in mine, it's an ingredient. Um, and then it's like the unexplained and like also like paranormal extraterrestrial because it's like no one really knows what these kids want, but the I, my, I, in my brain, a murdered child seeking some sort of like vengeance or dragging you to hell or whatever to like take over your own life maybe is really appealing and fucks with my head. So that's why I think this is like my favorite creepy topic thing. Um, I do really love it. And as far as like, cause it, it is like, an, I don't want to say it's an urban legend because we don't know, but it started as like this story and it's just gone through these years with, like, no real proof, you know? Right. So as far as, quote-unquote, urban legends go, this is my absolute favorite. And I think it's my favorite because it kind of reminds me of Men in Black a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, the real Men in Black. I don't know. It's just this weird thing that is, like, paranormal, possibly, but could be real. I don't know. It's wild. I love it. I love reading these stories. I love hearing about them. And yeah, on Reddit, people get intense about this topic. And like, I'm not trying to say that writing isn't cool, but if I had three hours to do whatever I wanted, I wouldn't be writing a story on the internet. Just saying. (laughs) I'm not trying to get internet clout. Okay. Like if I did that, I'd be on TikTok. Not on Reddit. Your fingers would start to hurt after a while. Right? Like your thumbs would be bleeding from hitting the space bar. <laughs> or if you're doing it on your phone, then your thumbs would still be bleeding. So, I don't know. That was wild. 
should we do another story or, or what? It's an hour and three minutes. I don't have any. Well, I mean, I could just look one up, but do you have another one? No, because I exited out of my document. Oh my god, bitch, same. I have my budget sheet up, so that's creepy. Well, that's okay. We can end it here. I do want to tell you what book I'm reading right now. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me. <coughs> Excuse love, Lisa Gardner. Have you ever read her? No. She has, I'm pretty sure, like, three other ones that I've read. She probably has more than that. So it's called Never Tell, and I have... I'm not like you and Kate. I can't read, like, all these different genres of books and enjoy them I have like two genres and they're the only books I'll ever be able to read the rest of my mm-hmm. life <laughs> perfectly fine yes continue yeah. um so it's suspense I love suspense I love like marital suspense oh hell yeah like where the husband could potentially be like have this like secret life you know like gone girl oh my god gone girl's my favorite book really okay, okay. I love uh I love Gone Girl. It's a good one. It's a good one. So I'm going to read the back of it. Okay, yes. <clears throat> Lisa Gardner. It's called Never Tell. A man is dead, shot three times in his home office, but his computer's been shot 12 times. When the cops show up, his pregnant wife is holding the gun. Drama. Drama. <laughs> Detective Warren arrives on the scene and recognizes the woman, Evie Carter, from a case a few years back. Evie's father was killed in a shooting that was ruled an accident. But for Warren, two coincidental murders is too many. Mm -mm. Flora Dane sees the news of Conrad Carter's murder and immediately knows his face. She remembers a night when she herself was a victim and her captor knew this man. Now she's determined to learn the truth. Oh. Yeah, it's really good. I'm halfway through. Um, Lisa Gardner is just a really good storyteller, and I don't know. It's a good book. I love it. I got it at Target. It was $13, and I highly recommend it. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I think you might like a book I read recently. It's called The Last Miss Parish. Ooh. I don't know if you've read that. It's not it, – I don't know. I don't want to say anything, but it's kind of <laughs> like – it's on Reese Witherspoon's book club pick, and oh, I know you it. love that bitch. Um, so you might like that. But, okay, I'll have to shout out my favorite book because now I feel obligated. But my all-time favorite book of all motherfucking time, I could read this book a million times over, it's Desperation by Stephen King. Um, I was probably way too young when I read this, so (laughs) thanks, Mom. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Um, So I'm looking up the synopsis on – Amazon because I don't have the book in front of me. It's in my room because I was actually going to reread it. Um, but it, the quote says, I see holes like my eyes. My mind is full of them. And then it says, for all intents and purposes, police officer Collie, a chief law enforcement for the small mining town of Desperation, Nevada, appears to be completely insane. He's taken to stopping vehicles along the desolate Interstate 50 and abducting unwary travelers with various unusual ploys. There's something very wrong here in Desperation, and Officer Collie is only at its surface. The secrets embedded in Desperation's landscape and the horrifying evil that infects the town like some of a viral hot zone are both awesome and terrifying, but one of um, Collie's victims, young David Carver, seems to know, and it scares him nearly to death when he realizes the truth, that the forces being summoned to combat his frightful, manical aberration are of equal and opposite intensity." And fun fact, when I first met Gordon, 
he told me he liked to read books. And I said, oh my God, you have to read this book. This was literally the second book Gordon has ever fucking read. And let me just tell you, this was the first and last book he has ever read since I've known him. So he just straight up lied to you when he said he likes to read. He's, this man straight up lied to me when he said he liked to read. And then I made him read this book. And he was like, the fuck was that? And like to this day, he will still be like, I can't believe that's your favorite book. That book was horrible. <laughs> like horrible? But, or like, 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 yeah, like Stephen King horrible. Like things happen and he's like, how could that just happen? And I'm like, well, you don't read, so you don't know. I can't remember. He straight up lied to you, and you still are with him. I know. I should have been like, damn, bitch. I should have left your ass back in 2011 when I met you. (laughs) Not. I can't remember when when that was. Back when that was because I'm bad with time. You're lucky. I remember this is our five year anniversary. Oh my god. Today. Um, the 31st. Oh my god, you got married on Christmas. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Ooh. I love it. Yeah, so we wouldn't forget. And look at us forgetting. I really love that because this is only my one year anniversary and I couldn't remember if it was the 17th or the 18th. Oh my god, that's so cute. Oh yeah, god, we I never remember. 20, I mean the 22nd or the 28th. Oh god. <laughs> Richie, just ignore that if you're listening. I'm, just, I'm really bad with dates. Rich and I have been together for four years and I was looking at his ID one time <laughs> and I was like oh my god his birthday is 128.87 for four years I thought it was 126.88 <gasps> so I thought he was a year younger than he actually was. oh my god that is actually hilarious because when people are like how old are you I'm like I'm 27 Seven, eight. Don't know. And I'm li- I literally don't know how old I am because I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. And like it literally doesn't matter. And then they're like, oh, how long have you been with your husband? And I'm like, I don't I don't know. At this point, forever. It feels like forever, okay? <laughs> it feels like forever and I can never escape. <laughs> when we hit the 10-year mark, I'm just going to start saying over 10 years. We're at nine years, <laughs> so I have one more year before I can do that. Amen. Amen. That's so good. I should just start saying that shit. Because Gordon started doing the math today, and he's like, this is our 11th Christmas together. And I was like, oh, God, gross. Jesus. You know, so the first, we're going off a tangent here, but the first Christmas Rich and I ever had together, he bought me this really beautiful K K jeweler, like the, you know, the, that heart jewelry they had. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. It was like a special name to it. And it was beautiful. And it was like the first piece of jewelry a boy had ever given me. I was 19. So this was like. Oh, my God. This is like a big deal. And I got him like the really expensive Guitar Hero. So that was our first Christmas together. And this this year, or up in like the past few years, we basically buy each other exactly what we want and then wrap it. That is the best. And you open it, you're like, oh, my God. Thanks, bitch. Yeah, it's not. Anyway, that's my story. But this year he said he's making me something. Tomorrow he's going to Lowe's and he said he's making me something. Oh. So we'll see. Okay. I oh my god, I'm excited. <laughs> Wait, what did you get him? Uh, I think he's in the living room. So I got him. <laughs> I'm whispering. <laughs> Whisper into the mic. 
I can always I got him a new Alabama hat because his smells like ass. <laughs> I got him a pair of cargo shorts from Target for five dollars. Oh my god, yes! Yeah. I got him a really nice LL Bean maroon grown man shirt that doesn't have any writing on it. <laughs> wow. Okay, first of all, LL Bean is like legit as fuck. I was only on there because I bought my dad a really nice plaid, like a flannel, and I was like, oh my god, their t-shirts are only $20, so I got him one. It's like, for me, L.L. Bean is like Louis Vuitton of men clothing. If I ever see a man in L.L. Bean, I'm like, mm, daddy. Daddy, or um, <laughs> Columbia. Oh my god, yeah, Columbia. <laughs> and they're like, maybe sometimes North Face, but like, even then, it's like, mm, kind of too mainstream. <laughs> yeah, like, ooh, daddy, let's go hiking. So go find Bigfoot together on a mountain. Wait, what did you get, Gordon? A fucking coffee. <laughs> you got him coffee? <laughs> yeah, I got him coffee. But last year, you got him, like, that um, whiskey advent calendar, didn't you? Yeah, last year was really lit. I got him, um, yeah, it was, like, an advent calendar, and you could pick what alcohol you wanted and like where you got it from. So I got him a, cause he's obsessed with like Japanese whiskey. So I got him an advent calendar and every day had a different, like more than a shot of whiskey in it. And so he like did a rating of like one to 10 on how much he liked them. And then like, I went through and saw which ones he liked. And of course he liked the ones that were like $400 bottles. So I was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed this. Cause this is, I'm never going to buy you a full one. So Jesus, of course you would. Yeah, and we literally got the baby nothing, so that's cool. <laughs> but I mean, she's eight months. Yeah. So she can't I mean, have it. She'll probably remember, and then when she's 19, she'll be like, this is where all my childhood trauma comes from, because you never got me anything for Christmas when I was a baby. You're just teaching her about the true meaning of Christmas, Right. Yeah, I'm going to be working, and Gordon's going to be home with her. (laughs) Did your mom get her anything? Yeah, both moms got her shit, so it's not like she's going to be presentless, you know, so she'll have fun tearing the paper. Um, I'm going to say what you got me real quick, because I love it. Oh my gosh. I should actually take a picture and put it on our Instagram and Twitter. Um, Oh yeah, can I take a picture of mine so (laughs) you can add it? Oh yeah, yeah, I will. I'll make a little post about it. Oh, hell yeah. I'm not going to explain it if I'm going to make a post about it. So you'll see. You'll see. Uh, so you should follow our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've Shout out to us. At Wild and Woke Pod. And then our Twitter is at Wild underscore Woke. So if you follow those, you'll see what we got each other for Christmas. And it's really good stuff. So look at it. Yeah. All right. So um, I guess that's it. Yeah, do we know what we're talking about next week or no, not yet? So I had messaged you and said that we should talk about MK Ultra. What do you think about that? I think that is beyond perfect because I only know a little bit, so I'm going to do a little bit of research. Yes, and I know, I probably know a little bit more than you, but like not as much because my mind was literally blowing itself. Wait, hold on. My mind was literally blown today when I was reading about it on Reddit, so... We're going to do MK Ultra, and it's going to be posted this Sunday. Also, there's, like, a lot of, like, <laughs> movies, I guess, like, MK Ultra movies, so. Ooh, I did not know that. Yeah. Like, not, like, they're based off of MK Ultra, I should say. Yeah. Well, I figured, yeah. I didn't think they'd have any, like, home videos. 
<laughs> this is our home videos filmed on a VCR that we scanned to Blu-ray. So get out your DVD players, everyone. Okay, well, you want to do the outro? You already did it, girl. You got you got oh, it. Okay. Follow us on the IG. I'm not real I-G-G-Y. Let me in. <laughs> you, wait, you didn't do TikTok of the week. <laughs> oh, my God, I didn't. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, we, can, we can do it next episode. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, my TikTok of the week situation just had to be because I was like, ooh, the ghetto, ratatata. My brother was like, huh, and I was like, oh, my God, the youth, the youth. There you go. That's your TikTok of the week. That's my TikTok of the week. Mm. All right. Bye. Bye, bitch. Okay. Okay, bye.